0: Northland Outdoors Radio. Brett T-Bone Amundsen and we all love the outdoors. And while ice fishing may be the majority of the discussions at the local cafes right now, all someone has to do is mention how many deer they saw in a field last night and the discussion turns quickly to whitetail management. It's a topic that's important to just about any sportsman in the area and they all have their own opinion on it. Recent years have seen the deer numbers decline due to uh, a number of factors. uh, With decreased licenses available across the Northland last fall, the deer herds did see a modest increase. Now, some new measures have taken place, including public input meetings, even an audit, Uh, in the state of Minnesota, and that state has hired a new person in charge of deer as well as other big game, Adam Murkowski, the new big game program leader for the Minnesota DNR. He joins us now here on Northland Outdoors Radio. Adam, thanks for being on the show with us. Thank you for having me. How's the job so far?
1: So far, so good. Uh, I've been taking some time to uh, familiarize myself with the things that have been going on in Minnesota. There's a lot of things in motion and I think a lot of opportunities. So I'm really looking forward to talking to the hunters in Minnesota and determining what's important to them in terms of their deer hunting experience and their satisfaction with with deer and deer hunting. So I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for folks to be involved and I really look forward to engaging with them as we go forward.
0: Well, I think and I think that's an important, important part about it. I know the deer hunters in Minnesota really have been frustrated over the years thinking they, that they haven't been hurt, so I, I think that's a great approach. And I want to talk about what you'd like to accomplish in Minnesota and how you want to get there, but first, uh, just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Where are you from?
1: I'm originally from north-central Wisconsin. I've got a bachelor's degree from the University of Wisconsin-Stevens Point. Did my master's degree at the University of Arkansas. I've had the opportunity to work with deer in in five states, everywhere from Colorado to Vermont, and uh, this, my current position, is as close as I can be to where I grew up and have this kind of job, so I'm really looking forward uh, to this opportunity to working with the hunters of Minnesota, and in terms of what I would like to see come out of my my tenure as the the Big Game Program leader is I want to bring hunters together to uh, keep Minnesota's deer healthy. You know, right now, Minnesota has something more precious than gold, and and that's a healthy deer herd. And so, you know, as we have these conversations about what's important uh, to deer hunters and what drives their satisfaction, let's make keeping Minnesota's deer healthy a key part of that conversation and make sure that uh, when our kids are our age, uh, that they can also uh, carry on these traditions that that we all cherish so much.
0: Now let's just back up one second. Being from Wisconsin, I you, I don't know if the Minnesota deer hunters are going to want a Packer fan in charge of their deer. Let's. That...
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> fair statement, I think. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, you worked in Vermont for three years. Uh, you were in charge of deer over there. Do you think? Uh, what was that like? First of all, and do you think that that prepared you a little bit to maybe have? You have to have some thick skin in this business um, and, and there's a few more deer hunters in Minnesota. Do you think that prepared you for this job?
1: I think deer hunters are a passionate and uh, a very passionate bunch of folks no matter where you go and I, I think that's great. When you're talking about managing a resource, having people that care and are willing to become engaged and work for the betterment of that resource is, is critical because it puts you in a position to to do some great things. and when I was in Vermont, uh, Vermont's very different than the Midwest in terms of both the topography, some of the forest composition, um, but there's some ski resorts in Vermont that, you know, carry the motto, ski it if you can, and, and deer hunting uh, in Vermont is tough, um, and so I think some of the conversations we had with Vermont hunters were, you know, hunt Vermont if if you can, and and those hunters in that part of the world were some of the best I've encountered, and and we were able to have some great conversations about, you know, how we work together to improve deer habitat, uh, to protect critical habitat, and keep Vermont's deer healthy. So, uh, you know, we did a lot of engagement, working with sportsmen's groups, getting them out there to identify invasive plants increase the quantity and quality of deer range and I think there's a lot of lessons there but uh, at the end of the day I think what's important is you know can we come together to achieve some common goals and, and when you do that uh, I think the potential is certainly there to, to accomplish some great things and I look forward to doing similar things here. Adam Murkowski is the new big-game
0: program leader at the Minnesota DNR. He's our guest here on Northland Outdoors Radio. You talk about Minnesota having a healthy deer herd. Uh, As far as numbers go and and overall um, the the situation with whitetail deer in Minnesota, what would you say the state of the Minnesota deer herd is in, and where would you like to see it get to?
1: Certainly for the last two falls, we've had conservative regulations that are meant to increase the number of deer throughout many parts of the state, and anecdotal reports from hunters are that they are seeing more deer, and given the current weather conditions this winter, um, we look poised to have high survival, and I think that will translate into um, good news for for deer and deer hunters, and going forward, um, you know, it will be important that as populations grow that we... Uh, allow for that slow, controlled population growth, and also make sure that um, you know we're doing what we need to to keep an appropriate number of deer on the landscape, and look for places where we can do habitat improvements in places where we would like to see more deer. So uh, you know, I think um, you know, deer management's a, a complicated social and, and environmental task, and and I think there's always things you can be doing to uh, work towards improving. Um, not only the deer resource, but the, the deer hunting experience. So,
0: You're coming into a, a new job in a state where there's currently a legislative audit uh, in, in regards to uh, how the deer herd is managed in Minnesota. When do you think we'll get results from that? And how do you, I mean, do you pretty much have to sit and wait until that comes out to put together some sort of comprehensive plans?
1: Right. So the legislature last year undertook Uh, a third-party review of some of our deer management strategies, it's my understanding that we'll start to see some of um, those results towards late March, maybe early April. And once those results are out, I think you'll see the department start to have discussions about developing a long-range deer management plan.
0: Talking with Adam Murkowski here from the Minnesota DNR. He's the new big-game program leader on Northland Outdoors Radio. We're talking about white tailed deer. But I do want to talk about our other big game, too, because both elk and moose have been in the news lately. Let's, let's start with our moose. You know, we've seen the numbers decline rather rapidly in recent years and up in the, the moose range of northeastern Minnesota. Uh, some people wonder if, if moose and deer can coexist together in the Northwoods. How do you feel about uh, what's going on with the moose right
1: now? I think the story of the moose in Minnesota is the same story you see across the southern tier of the moose's range. So whether you be in Minnesota, um, Vermont, New Hampshire, or or Maine, moose are facing some challenges across that that southern tier of, of their range. and. I think that the research Minnesota has going on right now um, will be critical to finding ways that we can stop and reverse those trends and I think one thing that's important too for um, members of the public to understand is that, you know, even in places that are very different than northern Minnesota, uh, we're still seeing some issues with the recruitment of moose and so into the population young moose and it'll be important that we figure out how we can turn the tide on that and and one thing we heard when we went to goal setting in the northeast part of Minnesota was a desire to uh, make sure that we're managing deer and moose at appropriate levels um, on the landscape to make sure our our regulations were reflecting where there are deer and, and where there are moose and I think going forward through this summer and into this fall uh, you'll see us have some conversations with hunters about how we can better balance those two species because both of them are are critically important
0: well you know nobody wants to see the moose disappear uh you know some people think it's just inevitable that uh with the way the the climate is going that they're just they're just going to keep moving north with it's a tough gig right now and i'm I'm, uh, looking forward to seeing what the research comes out with let's move over to elk because I just think it's fascinating that we have elk in Minnesota. I think a lot of people don't realize that we have elk up in northwestern Minnesota. And granted, it's not very many, but we do have them up there and it's not your typical elk uh, you know, habitat. It's more uh, ag country up there. So it's the farmers and ranchers up there don't necessarily like to see all the elk because they can do some damage to their, to their land. But hunters, wildlife watchers, a, a lot of the general public would love to see that elk herd grow. There's a new management plan uh, out there for elk. What is the plan and can we find a happy medium for everybody?
1: Right, and so if folks aren't aware, we um, revisited our five-year elk management plan held uh, meeting in Lancaster last week and I think you said some things that are important um, for folks to understand and that, that there's some. Um, some local issues where uh, elk and humans are in particular producers are having some negative interactions and so uh, it'll be important that we work to ensure that uh, those mitigation efforts are are undertaken and one thing that we've done is we've uh, brought on some additional staff who's going to be um, part of their job committed to to fully working on on addressing some of those negative human elk interactions and I think that'll bode well Um, to our overall goals of, uh, slow controlled growth of those populations where appropriate. So, um, there's still, uh, some opportunities, I think, to have those conversations going forward. But, you know, elk are a great resource to, to have in the state. And as you alluded, many folks aren't even aware that, um, they have those opportunities to go up there and view. And, uh, we do offer a limited number of hunting permits and, and that's a, a great resource to have and, and I think um, that's a lot of what we heard from folks as well is is that elk um, are a native species to Minnesota, um, they have a, a role to play here and they'd like to see that continue going forward.
0: Adam Murkowski, big game program leader at the Minnesota DNR. You've got, you've got a tall order in front of you. Uh, tough job, but an important one. I wish you luck, and thanks for being on Northland Outdoors Radio. Thank you for having me. What would you do if you were walking through the woods and found a gun leaning up against a tree? Not just any gun, but one that looked like it had been sitting there for over 100 years. Well, it happened to Eva Jensen, and she'll tell us what she thought when she found the forgotten Winchester next You're listening to Northland Outdoors Radio.